Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye, Rose. Good morning, Pensacola. I'm John Hutchinson filling in for Andrew McKay this morning. And that music means one thing. It means it's Friday. Uh, and it means it's time for Julio Diaz. He's host of the Pensacola Movie Club on Facebook. And Let's Go Pensacola at 4 p.m. on Saturday on News Radio 92.3. Julio, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm great. And, you know, movies are such an integral part of our holiday culture. Everybody's got their favorite uh, Christmas movies. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I know you uh, have watched some uh, very special or are watching some very special movies this week. Tell us about those. Well, uh, we we watched. Uh, you know, we always watch the new movies that are coming out this week. So I've actually seen two of the new releases this week. Uh, first is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, so this is the the last movie in uh, in the DC extended universe. So this is uh, the the series of movies that started with Man of Steel about ten years ago, oh, and has been all of the DC characters that we've seen up to this point have been. Uh, have been part of that. Uh, I think a lot of people know there's a reboot coming, so this is the end for that that line of uh, of storytelling. And unfortunately, uh, doesn't really end with a bang. It ends with a whimper. Ah. Not, not a not a great flick. It is, uh, you know, once again like the first Aquaman, very cool to look at. The visuals are fantastic. The the set design, the special effects, the imagination, and you know. Presenting this undersea world is is fantastic to look at, but th- but that's all there is really about to it. The story is just kind of muddled and it's yeah. tonally all over the place. And I, I think kind of the worst thing is uh, a lot of people know there was a you know a story you couldn't really avoid in the media about the big uh, divorce and the aftermath uh-huh. of. Uh, the poor relationship between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard yeah. that came out with a, a lot of people thinking poorly of, of Amber Heard, who of course yeah. plays Mira, the female lead in these movies. Yeah. Well, you know, there had been a big petition by a lot of Johnny Depp fans to try to have her removed from the movie. And mm. of course they weren't her to have the movie reshot with someone else in the role. And of course they were never, they were never going to do that, but they tried to appease these people anyway, by taking her out of the movie as much as possible. Yeah. which is just stupid because the people that were that vehement about it were never going to go see the movie anyway unless right. they just totally took her out of it. Right. And everybody else doesn't care. And the movie and suffered just, because of it. Yeah, you could just see like they took a chainsaw to this movie <laughs> to try to get her out and get to get her out of the movie as much as possible. And it's just it just <laughs> makes for the movie even worse. Like it would have been an, it might have been an okay movie without this work this terrible editing, but it's just yeah. It's it's not good, and I'm just as a lifelong DC Comics fan, I'm really looking forward to seeing the the reboot in a year or so, and seeing yeah. uh, what yeah. James Gunn brings with Superman Legacy. We're very much yeah. looking forward to that because we need uh, we need some redemption for these characters at the box office. Yeah. Sure. Well, what about the Lost Kingdom? Uh, well, that's that's the name of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Oh, so, yeah, see. Aquaman does find the Lost Kingdom. The yes. other movie that I that I saw was uh, the Iron Claw, which. Right. Uh, if you are a wrestling fan, you may be familiar with that term. Uh, that was the the signature move used by the Von Erich family, who were a wrestling dynasty in the in the 80s, especially in the early 90s, and kind of uh, 
you know, at the birth of when everything started going from being just these regional promotions to eventually getting consolidated into what we now know as the WWE. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- 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 this was a very, very famous. If you if you know Russell at all, this is a very famous family, right. uh, all of whom are now in the Hall of Fame, right. uh, with a very, very, very tragic story. That you know, the, the family was said to be cursed, yeah. and uh, there, you know, the there were five brothers. Although the movie really kind of makes it look like there's only four, yeah. uh, and most of them are gone now. Yeah. And most of them died very, very young. And so this is this is all about their story and the travails they went through. Uh, it's it's so it's not exactly a you know feel good holiday film. Yeah, uh, but it is a good film. It's a it's a good biopic. It's fairly straightforward. Uh, mostly really good performances. Zac Efron is uh, is kind of your point of view character as uh, as Kevin Von Erich, who is. Uh, and if you're a, if you're a res- if you're a wrestling fan, this is something you got to put on your checklist. Uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, good, good performances overall. The wrestling in it is very good. They 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 did a good job of filming that. Uh, not not all of the performances are spot on, but uh, you know, there's there's a point where uh, the very famous wrestler Ric Flair comes in uh. as a as a pretty pretty spotlighted part, and that that one maybe falls a little bit short. But overall, I, I think it's worth seeing. And if you're a wrestling fan, it's a must see. Great, Rahulio. Thank you uh, for your insight on the movies. And again, it's Julio Diaz. Uh, join him uh, on the Pensacola Movie Club on Facebook and then listen in at 4 p.m. on Saturday. Let's go, Pensacola. One last question. Yes or no? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? <laughs> uh, well, you know what? We actually answer that question on tomorrow's Let's Go, Pensacola. Ah, all right. Good uh, tease. A big portion of the show is settling these arguments over whether whether movies are Christmas movies. All right. So we'll have to wait. You want we'll to have- find that out? Yeah, listen tomorrow. We'll have to wait and tune in. Julio, thanks again, uh, and I hope you have a great holiday season. All right. You too. Thank you. Let's go to Jake with Traffic on the Fives. All right. We're still looking great out there. Christmas holiday brings some smooth roads and uh, no traffic hiccups to tell you about. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre, eastbound and westbound, you're looking good there. Highway 90 out of Milton through Pace, no accidents there on around the curved scenic and into Pensacola. If you're uh, headed through Cantonment this morning, you've got no troubles uh, staring at you as you come into Pensacola. Let us know if you see anything out there on the roads, though. You can call or text 437-1620. That's our traffic tip line. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We'll be right back with more Pensacola Morning News with our guest host, John Hutchinson, right after this. A gift certificate from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa makes the perfect last-minute gift for all your hard-to-buy-for loved ones on your list. After all of the preparation and work getting ready for the holidays, they need to relax. And Stillwater's makes it easy for you. You can get a gift certificate in minutes by going to swmedspa.com on your smartphone and then have it emailed or printed out at home. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa voted Best Spa on the Coast and Best of the Bay 18 years in a row. swmedspa.com. When I say names like BMW, Porsche, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, Genesis, Jaguar, Lexus, what do you think? Nice imports, good high-end vehicles. You might pay a little bit extra to get them, perhaps a lot extra to get them. You might think mistakenly that because you paid more, you've got to go to the dealership in order to get them serviced. You don't. 
You don't have to go to Destin. You don't have to go to Mobile. Wherever the case may be, you can take it right here to Bobby Likas on Davis Highway. They take care of these vehicles all the time, work on them no problem. They also work on diesel engines. That's not something everybody necessarily does because it's just a little bit different, but they work on them. So your diesel truck is acting up, take it to Bobby Likas. They work on those all the time. Same for your domestic, same for your gas engine. If it's got wheels, they work on it. And, for example, their philosophy is they'd like to see you a little bit more often to avoid seeing you catastrophically for the big things, the unexpected massive problems, right, which you avoid by preventative maintenance. Carcliniceservice.com is the website name like a healthcare clinic for your car. Take it to them for the little stuff, just routine, and then you can avoid some of the big things. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. Or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com slash share for details. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was in those ships all three on Christmas Good morning. Day this is John Hutchinson Day. sitting in for Andrew McKay. In uh, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you for joining us today, the last business day before Christmas. I hope you're at home. I hope you're relaxing with your family. I hope you're getting ready. Uh, for the next few days and to celebrate Christmas and celebrate Christmas uh, in a low-key way, I think is always the best way, and treasure those things that are most important to you. But thank you for joining us this morning. We hope we're important to you as well. Good morning. This is the last business day before Christmas, and the 2000 elections in the state of Florida were a disaster. You remember the hanging chads and the, all those things? We were pretty much the laughing stock of the country. Well, a lot has happened since then. And today, I think Florida is a is a model in many respects for how they handle elections. And part of that reason, uh, locally and statewide, is my next guest, David Stafford, Escambia County's outgoing supervisor of elections since uh, since 2004. Welcome, David. Good morning, John. <clears throat> Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, and thank you for joining us this morning. First, some sad news. First, uh, tell us what's happening with you. You've served five terms in your position, and now you've turned in your resignation. 
<laughs> I have, I have. Well, <clears throat> I don't know that it's sad. It's bitter, I, I, I've termed it as bittersweet, yeah. at least for me. Uh, I've certainly uh, um, enjoyed every moment of the last 19 years of, of serving the voters of Escambia County. I was a young 34-year-old when uh, I walked into the office in, in January of 2005 uh, after succeeding uh, Bonnie Jones, who was only the second uh, supervisor since uh, the Second World War to mm, wow. serve in that post in Scambia County. So I was I made number three. So obviously, big shoes to fill. Um, and uh, it's been a, it's been quite a journey, as you as you mentioned in the lead in. Um, you know, it was a, it was an interesting time to come into the profession. As, you know, John, you and I knew each other before I uh, assumed that post, and right. I was in a, a different part of of uh, the local government and, and the federal government. I've worked for um, a couple of members of Congress right. and, and did some other things. And, um, but so that was my entree into election administration. Right. And, uh, and uh, David and I go back to when Joe Scarborough was a congressman. So that's how old we are. So, <laughs> <laughs> and well, and Connie Mack is a U.S. Senator. And Connie Mack. That, yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm sorry to be an interruption, Dave. So no, 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 no. So, uh, you know, that was, uh, there was still a lot of implementation. For instance, Florida's uh, statewide voter registration system had not even gone live. That didn't go live until uh, January of, of 2006. Uh, we had several um, equipment changes due to mandates that were, were put on us by the, the federal and state government and a whole host of, of procedural changes and, and safeguards that were put in place. Uh, but as you, as you, as you, I think, uh, correctly noted, we've gone from the laughing stock in 2000. Now, I will preface that by saying, you know, I go to a lot of these conferences and whatnot, and, and a lot of people from other states, you know, were basically, you know, there by the grace of God go I right. um, in, in that 2000. Right. It just happened to me that happened to be that the spotlight was on was on florida but uh, a lot of those issues were were, were seen across the, the country and so i think all of the country benefited from the reforms that came out of the, the 2000 election so we are now seen as a model um you, you know i know that our secretary of state uh, gets asked um often about uh, the, the one thing that i think <clears throat> that we're able to do and, and it is by design is to report accurate election results very quickly. And that is something that you see a lot of other states wanting to know how, how exactly we do that, because there, there's a recognition that's that period uh, after election um, when votes are still being counted in other parts of the country. And I could go into the reasons, the valid reasons why that happens, yeah. but that just creates an atmosphere, particularly in close elections. Well, it's a, um, so ma- it's a matter the, of confidence, too, in the system. When you know that the votes are being sure. counted quickly, you feel better about the outcome, whereas if you're dragging around for weeks and weeks before you can count them, that, that leaves time for all kinds of uh, imagining, imaginary things to happen in people's minds. So Florida is a model in that and getting the results quickly, and that's very much appreciated. Yeah, and, and again, that's that, that's something that, that – and I'll get, give it to the – you know, we don't always <laughs> – we, as you know, we at the local level don't always agree with the uh, the, the legislators, uh, but we're, we're you know we're charged with carrying out that policy. Uh, but but you know that's one thing that that we have worked together with the legislature over the years is is making sure that we have ample time prior to election day to do the the necessary processing. And I just want to r- remind everybody, uh, and you know when I when I tell other people from other states this, they they often you know almost 
they're going to gasp because we, by law, by, by state law, have to report all of our vote-by-mail results that have been tabulated uh, and all of our early vote results within the first 30 minutes after the polls close. Wow. And in this day and age, that combination of those two statewide, it's about two-thirds of the vote. So within 30 minutes of the polls closing, you get roughly about two-thirds of the uh, of the vote reported That's amazing. Uh, in the state of Florida. That's amazing. So, well, David, you're, you're leaving uh, to uh, be an election security advisor with the federal government. T- tell us a little bit about what that entails, and then uh, will you stay in Pensacola? We hope so. Uh, yeah. So the answer to the second first, absolutely. Uh, I, you know, we're, we're uh, entrenched here in, in, in the community. This is my hometown. This is where I was born. This is where we've raised our children. My, you know, my, my, my parents, I recently lost my mother. My father still uh, is here. And, and uh, so we love Pensacola and we're, we're staying. Uh, but so I'm going to be working for the Department of Homeland Security. There's a, a sub agency called Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. And they're charged with protecting the nation's critical infrastructure. Um, they have criti- uh, cybersecurity advisors, protective services advisors, and they cover all aspects. In fact, you know, of course, your former uh, line of work, uh, utilities, is, is one of the you know, critical infrastructure sectors. But everything like water systems, and, uh, the, the information technology, you know, telecom, things like that. So elections in 2017, elections was de- declared um, part of the nation's critical infrastructure. So, what what CISA does is it provides services, voluntary services. They're they're, they're not mandatory. They offer them to um, state and, and local election offices to help protect their uh, infrastructure. And uh, so, what what these posts that that were these new posts around the country? There's ten of them, in ten regions, um, and I would be covering uh, the southeast region. Wow. Uh, to, and uh, so so it's basically a liaison between state and local election officials, uh, and, and CISA and, and the protections and services that they can provide. Well, I That's can't the think short of, answer. I can't think of anybody better equipped to do that than you. And so, uh, we're, I'm excited about that new opportunity for you and election security is so important, uh, that having people with the, your integrity, uh, and having people with your ability and, and your expertise, uh, in those positions, I think is, is going to, uh, put a lot of confidence back in the system. There's there's a lot of questions about election security right now, uh, not necessarily in Florida, but nationwide, and you, you know what they all are. Uh, but I think in Florida we can say, particularly in Scambia County, that uh, uh, we don't have those issues. That our When you vote in Scambia County, your vote counts, and they all count, uh, and they're all reported, and that says a lot about you and about your integrity and about the, the uh, job that your people have done over the last 20 years. So we wish you luck uh, in your new job. And uh, uh, we know that you'll do a great job, and I hope that uh, I hope that you and your family have a very, very, very merry Christmas, and uh, and wish you the best. Thank, thank you, John. Appreciate you, and and uh, look forward to staying involved and in, and in, in being here in the in the community. And uh, I wish you a merry Christmas, and all the all the listeners, and uh, I think the, the good folks there yeah. uh, at at News Radio, and for everything that they've done over the years to to help. Uh, um, get the message out. That's great. Thanks. This is David Stafford, uh, outgoing uh, Scammy County Supervisor of Elections, 
uh, but he's going on to bigger and better things. I'm going to throw it to Jake with traffic on the five. A, a quick traffic update. I just saw an accident pop up on Gulf Breeze Parkway, Highway 98 eastbound at Oriole Beach Road. That's right there in front of the Pedro's Tacos and Tequila Bar. Uh, a little bit of slowdown there um, going through that intersection, but otherwise around town we're looking great. Holiday season, so we don't have so much traffic on the roads and uh, no accidents or slowdowns to report. Uh, David Wayne's going to have our local headlines here in just a moment after Fox News. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more. News. I'm Therese Crowley. Happy holidays from President Biden. Commuting the drug sentences of nearly a dozen nonviolent offenders, making thousands more convicted of marijuana use and possession on federal land eligible for pardons. And what about the border crush? Now at a rate of 200,000 illegal migrants a month, Biden has dispatched Secretary of State Blinken and the Homeland Secretary to talk with Mexico's president. Florida Congressman Carlos Jimenez not impressed. What do I expect from Mayorkas and, uh, and Blinken? going down to Mexico? Nothing. Uh, yeah. Because uh, they, uh, they have proven to be totally incompetent in, uh, in both of their jobs. On Fox Business and big business for Super Saturday NerdWallet says nearly 142 million people plan to shop tomorrow, the last Saturday before Christmas. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning, News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, it is partly cloudy and 49 degrees here in Pensacola. Well, last month, a swatting call at Baker High School resulted in hundreds of law enforcement officers being called to the school. You know, we're not going to have the failures that we've seen at some of these jurisdictions and some of these places. Our people understand that they are expected to act immediately. We're not waiting. And, I mean, frankly, again, maybe it's naive, but I feel that I can... I can probably outmaneuver a kid that's been gaming any day of the week. Okaloosa County Sheriff Eric Aiden. Uh, investigators have now tied that threat to two 14-year-olds, local teenager Landon Whittington from Baker and Cameron Gully from Mansfield, Texas. Those teens reportedly were part of an online, online gaming and swatting group. Investigators say members of that group would pay each other to call in threats. Uh, then they would pay each other with cryptocurrency. Both teens are now facing multiple felony charges for the incident in Okaloosa County. Several kids and their families were treated to a shopping spree yesterday at Academy Sports by our local Pensacola police officers. It was the third annual Shop with a Cop event. It's about doing friendly, nice things for families that really can't afford or have gone through hard times. That is Michael Blankenship. His grandson was one of the kids there. And PPD's Mike Wood says all year long, officers are making a list of families that stand out and just could use the extra help during the holidays. Those kids then receive a $150 gift card for anything they want in the store. The Escambia Sheriff's Office also does a shop with a cop event. They held theirs yesterday as well, taking a group of kids to Walmart so they could get the items on their Christmas wish list. Mexican food truck owner says the same man targeted her business with several armed robberies over the last few weeks. 22-year-old Jordan Grandison now facing several charges for allegedly robbing the La Cabana Mexican Kitchen food truck at Knife Point at least three times. Business owner Emma Mercado says her employees are all women and this incident had them scared for their safety. My ladies, they, they're, they're trying to, I mean, they, they say they when I quit because they don't want to be like that. Afraid that the next time there's going to... They're going to be hit by the, for a knife. 
And Mercado believes Grandison may have cost her a total of almost $5,000 between the robberies. The last time she says she decided to fight back, Mercado stabbed the suspect with a receipt spike. Those are the big spikes on the counters that are normally have the receipts stacked on them. Uh, Grandison then was arrested earlier this week. Deputies found him behind a dumpster near that food truck. He's being held on $40,000 bond at the Escambia County Jail. Alabama State Senator Merica Coleman is proposing legislation that would reduce the amount of red tape necessary for uh, police and dash cam videos to be released to the public in the state. At a news conference yesterday, Coleman said her proposed legislation would require public disclosure of police-worn body camera and dash cam footage, uh, which would serve as an unbiased, objective account of incidents involving law enforcement. It is 8.35 at News Radio 92.3, and uh, let's get our... Christmas traffic report from Jake. Yes, I love these Christmas week traffic reports because it's uh, fairly easy. No uh, no accidents or slowdowns reported on the maps here. Uh, looking around town, Howie 98, though, we do have a little bit of backup from a fender bender in front of the Pedro's Tacos and Tequila Bar at Highway 98 eastbound and Oriole Beach Road. That's causing a little bit of slowdown headed east there, getting uh, just uh, before Tiger Point in Gulf Breeze. But really, that's all that's showing. Uh, I-10 and I-110 is checking in at posted speeds. Uh, looks like Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all looking good this morning. Let us know if you see anything out there, 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. This traffic report is brought to you by Discover. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back. Eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I am Jake Walker. Merry this Christmas. <laughs> Sorry about that, Dave. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first warning weather update. We are going to have partly cloudy skies today with a high near 65 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 51 degrees. For Saturday, partly cloudy, high near 67. Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 57 degrees. As you go into Christmas Eve, we do have a 70% chance of rain with a high near 65. Low Sunday night, 62 degrees. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. And right now we've got 49 degrees in Pensacola, 51 in Gulf Breeze, and 47 in Milton. Your money now. The markets uh, are up slightly this morning. The Dow is up 39.42 at 37, 443.77. S&P 500 up 14.76 at 47.61.51. The Nasdaq up 42.70 at 15, uh, 15,7.91. Our 10-year bond rate is down just a bit this morning at 3.87%. Gold prices up 26.50 at 2077.80. Silver prices up 19 cents at 24.78. And Bitcoin down just under 200 at 43.504.82 this morning. President Biden says he believes Japanese steelmaker Nippon Steel's plan to buy U.S. steel deserves some scrutiny. Top White House officials said yesterday that Biden's concerned about potential national security and supply chain issues with that purchase. Home sales inched up slightly in November, even as prices continued to climb and buyers paid mortgage rates that were at the highest levels of the year. Sales of existing existing homes rose 8% last month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 3.8 million units, ending a slide that lasted about five months. 
And uh, the company that owns Pornhub is paying $1.8 million to resolve a government probe into an alleged sex trafficking operation. Federal prosecutors on Thursday charged ALO Holdings with one count of engaging in unlawful monetary transactions using sex trafficking proceeds. In addition to paying the government, ALO has to pay some of the victims. ALO owns numerous adult entertainment websites, including Pornhub. In 2019, the operators of two of its websites were charged in California with deceiving and coercing young women to appear in sex videos. Several of the operators were convicted. I'm Michael Kastner. Thank you, Michael. It is 8.38. Our next news at 9 o'clock. We have breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Do you want to stay up to date on the latest news, weather, and traffic, but don't have a radio nearby? Then you need to download our new app. With the News Radio Pensacola app, you can get text alerts for breaking news, severe weather, and traffic delays. Plus, customize your alerts so you only get the information you need. It's easy to sign up for text alerts. Just download our app, create an account, and select the alerts you want to receive. You can even change your settings at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Download the News Radio Pensacola app today and start getting text alerts. I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big circle. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Wrap it up. Good morning, Pensacola. This is John Hutchinson filling in for Andrew McKay, and it's Friday morning, so that means it's time for the wrap. That's where we invite some community members in to talk about things that they're interested in, things the community's interested in, and get their opinion on some things. Maybe not necessarily their field of expertise, but uh, maybe a field of expertise that gets them out of their comfort zone a little bit. So we'll try to do that this morning. We've got two great guests here this morning, and I thank them for coming in. We've got Casey Gartman. She is the Director of Development for Baptist Healthcare. Uh, and as you know, they've just built a eight-story hospital, beautiful facility, a uh, great testament to her abilities in terms of raising money. Um, they've got a donor wall out there that if you look at it, it's just amazing. So uh, I don't know how you ask people for money and get them to say yes at that level, but uh, my hat's off to you, <laughs> I'm not Casey. sure either, John. You're not sure either? <laughs> uh, I saw that list. And, uh, of course, uh, there are some usual suspects, but there are people on that on that wall, that donor wall, that are not usual suspects. Well, we we are super blessed in Pensacola to yeah. live in such a generous community. Yeah. And it really was pretty easy when we started sharing our story about how Baptists wanted to transform healthcare for our community for the next generation. Yeah. People just raising their hands and wanting to be a part of it. I actually had people calling me wow, saying, amazing. can we have a conversation? Because I really want to be a part of this for our community. That is so awesome. And that tells you the respect they have for Baptists. Absolutely. Uh, and the fact that it's been part of our community for so long. Well, and that it is, it's of our community, yeah. for our community. It's the yeah. community's only locally owned, not-for-profit healthcare system. Exactly. So let's invest in it. Yes. And uh, and, and I'm sure you told a great story, too, in, in terms of working, working them through that. But uh, so my hat's off to you. Our other guest this morning is Jack Williams. Jack is the owner, operator, uh, oldest brother, oldest brother, chief bottle washer, right. uh, for Seville Quarter. Yes, sir. And not just Seville Quarter, but the district, which is opened right. up across the street, and then that great piano lounge upstairs from the district. Terrific. I don't know if you had a chance to be there, but uh, Seville Quarters. How long has Seville Quarter been? In, we working? opened in uh, 
August 16, 1967. Holy cow. Yeah, you were still in Foley. Yeah, Jack and I were just talking about the the singing Swanee who who sang at Seville Quarter lived in Foley, and we all thought he was Liberace. He he drove around a big car with Seville Quarter painted on it and drove around in a Dixieland suit. And so that was my first introduction to the Seville Quarter when I was in the seventh grade. Really, Uh, really great music. I I miss it. Yeah, that Dixieland music. That was great. But long tradition of entertainment uh, uh, history here in Pensacola with – with Jack and with uh, Seville Quarter, uh, and now new with the Steakhouse. The Steakhouse is great. I, I hope it's doing well. It, the, it's doing very well. We have a great new manager and Lisa Benson, and yeah. uh, terrific entertainment upstairs with uh, John Ripley oh, and yeah. Bryn and uh, Barry Cuda is a blues pianist yeah. that spent like 25 years in Key West. Wow. He's from Pensacola, though. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's happening over there. If you want, if you want to relax, particularly during the holiday season, yeah. uh, and I, I, you know when I when I was working, uh, um, uh, that's a great place to go to have a business meeting, take a business uh, contact, uh, to, uh, to to have a drink, listen to some great music. Yeah. It's not so loud that you can't talk. Yeah, it's uh, um, sorry, um, it's different. There are no TVs, yeah. so there are no distractions. Yeah. Comfortable seating, and uh, yeah, it's it's we see a lot of the business being done over there. And the and the music is 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 incredible. That jazz, yeah. soft jazz music, and yeah. is really wonderful. Okay, thanks. All right. So now, the hard question: What does Baptist Healthcare want for Christmas? Gosh, I think Baptist Healthcare just wants the community to stay healthy, yeah. stay happy, yeah. and if you do find yourself in the need for healthcare. Please come find a Baptist healthcare facility near you. We have three hospitals: the main campus at Brent Lane and Interstate 110, Gulf Breeze Hospital, J Hospital, four medical parks that are accessible to the community, and of course the Andrews Institute for Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. The public relations department at Baptist Healthcare should be very proud of you. That was <laughs> a great so answer. That was a great answer. <laughs> I didn't expect anything less uh, from, from Casey. <laughs> they trained me well. They trained you well. But no, that's a, that's a great wish. Jack, what about uh, what about Seville Quarter and the entertainment? Just to uh, have everybody come and, and relax and enjoy the holidays with us. Yeah. Uh, let their hair down a little bit and enjoy the piano show or disco dancing. I'm not supposed to call it that. Yeah, but uh, it shows my age. That's all right. We you called know. it the Boom Boom Room when you know, I was in college, Jack. it's still called it. Yeah. <laughs> Still bump. called that the boom boom room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't know that it's Phineas Fogg. They know it as the boom boom room. Yeah. So, so you know, Pensacola's entertainment scene has changed so much. Uh, I came here in 1990, and with the exception of the Seville Quarter, you could walk downtown after six o'clock, and you know it was dead. Right. Uh, there was nothing. Now right. there's music venues everywhere. There's restaurants everywhere. The entertainment value is very very high. We've become a uh, really a, a center of, of ghost syllabus and I were talking about this earlier. Great culinary uh, opportunities, great entertainment opportunities. So I, the question occurred to me is, does, does that that competition, I guess, is that is that good or bad for Seville Quarter in your mind? I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, it's, more people are downtown. There are more options, sure, but I think that uh, they're still coming to Seville, but yeah. um, it's bringing more people, so we're drawing from a bigger pool. Yeah. And so I, I think it's a good thing. And, yeah. and you're right. I mean, if you're from the breweries to, to uh, the food trucks, I mean, yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Downtown yeah, I, is certainly from when we opened, when we took over in 88 to now, it's, it's night and day. 
It's yeah. crazy. I remember yeah. when I moved to Pensacola in 95, Seville was the only thing yeah. downtown. It was the only reason for us to leave the nine-mile yeah. road area as a yeah. UWF student. I know when I first started at Gulf Power downtown, when if, if you had to, you wanted to meet with somebody after work, we would drive to Seville or we would drive up Scenic Highway to the Angus. Yeah. Oh. You know, that's how that's yeah. how desolate it was downtown. Right. That yeah. If you wanted to, to have a few minutes with somebody and talk about an issue, there was really no place to do it. Other right. than the, the, Beef and uh, ale. Beef and ale, yeah, yeah, someplace yeah, like I that. Forgot, so, but I, I, I think the transformation has been great. I, yeah. I also think, and everybody I've asked that question has said, no, it's great. The more people coming downtown, yeah. the better for my business. The better exposure I get, mm-hmm. uh, the more opportunities I have to to uh, to make sales, and so so it's great. And it, it really is. You go downtown in Pensacola on a Saturday night. And, uh, yeah, with all those people, you have some issues. I mean, parking is an issue and people uh, not being responsible is an issue. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, those, those are good problems to have uh, for a growing downtown area. And Seville Quarter has been such yeah. a big part of that uh, for so long. So, okay, what what headline, a new year is coming up in a couple of weeks, or I guess in one week, what headline would you like to see uh, about Pensacola in 2024, KC? I'm going to punt to Jack. I went, first to last Jack? Time. I went first last time. You went time. first last time? <laughs> so, so if you could pick up a newspaper and see a headline about Pensacola, what would it be next year? Well, that's a good one. I'm yeah. um, not 100% certain what, yeah. I, what I would want. Yeah? Okay. Um, I, I'd like to see um, – I'd like for the – the schools to be doing yeah. a little bit better, Scambia County schools. Yeah. You know, the grades just came out. Yeah. We unfortunately had a couple of the elementary schools came in with S- F grades. Seven. So it would be wonderful if in 2024 we had no F schools in Escambia County. Yeah. You know, and I really worry about that because that is so important. And, and to me, to leave children behind, and that's what right. you're doing. Right. Uh, well, when you have an F school, an elementary school kid starts out uh, way behind. And, and, most of them never catch up. Right. Uh, so to me, it's just a crying shame. Well, uh, and you look at C.A. Weiss Elementary School, yeah. for example, yeah. the incredible turnaround that they have managed to do. You yes. know, C.A. Weiss used to be an F school. Now they are, I think, a C or a B school. But it's yeah. because the community poured into that school yeah. and said, we're not going to stand for this. If we could do that for the other schools that are low performing. I mean, it's it's incredible what our community can do when we pool our resources and our determination to make things better. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. we're going to go to a break right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a little quick tr- uh, check on traffic here. Uh, really, uh, the only thing I'm looking at this morning on the map, if you're headed through Gulf Breeze eastbound toward Tiger Point, there is some backup from a fender bender at Oriole Beach Road. That's in front of Pedro's Tacos and Tequila Bar. Uh, starting to back things up there some with some lane blockage. Otherwise, I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds. If you're headed out of Milton this morning going through Pace on Highway 90, no accidents slowing you down. Also, Highway 29 south through Cantonment, no issues there. Chase Street, Gregory Street, Garden Street, Palafox, all checking in clear this morning. We love it. Uh, Merry Christmas. It, it, the roads are looking great this morning. So uh, if you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you, Jake. I'm John Hutchinson filling in for Andrew McKay this morning. We have the wrap. We have Casey Gartman. We have Jack Williams here with okay. us. We're talking about Pensacola, our wishes for the for the coming year. We're talking about schools, uh, and we're talking about the low grades that our schools have had. And, you know, I, I don't put blame necessarily on the school system. I, uh, uh, 
you can't throw money at this. Uh, and a lot of communities try to do that. And it's not about money. Uh, it's about, as you said, Casey, it's about engagement. It's about involvement. I know our church uh, uh, does the backpack, backpack Buddy program for, for, for Weiss. We also provide them, uh, every, every child, with a pair of new shoes. Uh, and it takes uh, lots of folks getting involved like that in the community. And we, we talk about parental involvement. That's important, too. But at some point, it's got to come to our doorstep. Yeah, uh, and no we doubt. have to say we got to do something about it. Jack, you agree? A hundred percent. Also, the it affects us with the military. Yeah, uh, yes. because parents try they want their the best for their children, and so a lot of times, from what I understand, uh, we get skipped over uh, deployment to Pensacola because the schools aren't aren't as good as they want for their children, so they don't come. Well, in addition to that, when they're doing the BRAC scoring sheets right. and they're trying to uh, determine base realignment yeah, and closures, an issue, yeah. they look at the school grades as one of the determining factors for a community, whether they're going to keep that um, naval presence, in our case, yeah. um, or deploy some of those commands to other communities. I do think that uh, some of the difficulty is the teachers have a hard time uh, disciplining students and uh, they don't get backing so to speak so it makes it difficult for them to make the children concentrate and and, because they're not able to and teachers are woefully underpaid I mean I I don't know I I certainly would not volunteer to go in a a career that challenging with such low pay yeah when my former role at Gulf Power Company I would go to the schools from time to time and and uh, uh, teach about electricity, those kinds of things, just or whatever. And it was tough. I'm telling you, it was tough. I would, I would have teachers say, you have the whole hour. And I'm like, well, I don't need the whole hour. Because <laughs> no, they just need a break. They need a break. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and, and some of these classrooms were quite the challenge in terms of, in terms of the, uh, the, the behavior of the kids. So you're right. They don't, they don't pay them enough. Right. I saw, just saw an Instagram where uh, the Manning's son had, third string quarterback in Texas is getting a NIL of like 2.8 mil. And then we've got teachers teaching yeah. kids. $35,000 yeah, a year. Crazy. Yeah. And that's our future. That's our future. It's also, uh, you mentioned the military. It's also important from an economic development standpoint, when you're recruiting companies in like Navy federal, oh, no doubt. we talked about ST aerospace earlier. Uh, those people want to know if I'm bringing my employees or if I'm going to put together a company in Pensacola by my hiring base, uh, what's what's that look like? And when they see seven uh, schools with failing grades, uh, that's on all of us. That's not just on the school system. That's on all of us. And I don't have the answer, and there's, I don't think there is a magic answer, but I think it does involve involvement and engagement mm-hmm. and not saying it's their job or their job or throw more money at it. That's, that's not the answer. Uh, we got to get people to care about it first. And if you don't care about it, you're not going to do anything. But we get people to, to care about what that means for our community and about those children then I think that's the first step. Yes, sir. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? No, I would just encourage everyone, if you have the ability, um, to volunteer. Spend a little time at one of these schools. You know, there's there's tons of nonprofits that are doing great work in our community. You know, you can volunteer to be a reading pal and do one hour a week. Yeah. Read to a kid. So. Good time. What about red light cameras? For them or against them? Well, I don't know. I've had to pay a few of those and live in a Gulf Breeze. <laughs> yeah, Gulf Breeze has gotten me a few right, times, right. but it does make you um, stop. And Might you know, if good. you have your if you have your Waze app on, it'll tell you when you're approaching oh, one really? of those red light cameras. Oh. But it does make you pause. You're not gonna 
And I'm with you, Jack. I'm one of those that typically I see yellow. That means floor it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got the one to go freeze that's gotten me before 0.3 seconds. Yep. Okay. I'm like, 0.3 seconds? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and they had but a nice little picture of my car, and there's the, oh, yeah, there's there's, the line, and there's my yep. rear end. Just right. I do think it's good, and it will help deter um, some of these yeah. accidents that we see um, yeah. in Pensacola, yeah. especially at those more dangerous intersections. Yeah. So I, I am for it. Oh, I, I am too. I, I, you know, because what happens to me is when I get to that intersection at Daniel Drive there, I'm thinking two things. Either I'm going to have to floor it. Uh, if it changes on me in mid thing, right. or I need to slow down, which yeah. is probably the, the right answer uh, right? Uh, in case it does change on me. So. I, I've got a story about that. It happened to me yesterday. I was headed through Gulf Breeze proper, yeah. and uh, I was in a, a string of traffic that was moving at a pretty good click there, and I was behind a truck, and I couldn't see the light. So when that truck went through, I saw that it was already yellow, so I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> I hit my brakes, and I skidded in my truck all the way into the intersection. So oh, if you're listening out there, whoever the, uh, the human is that is looking at that picture uh, probably on uh, Wednesday of next week, if you see an old classic 94 Nissan pickup truck sitting in the intersection, I wasn't moving. I was stopped. So don't give me a ticket, please. Merry Christmas. You, could, you, you should have said somebody borrowed my truck. So that's right, well, yeah. it wasn't me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And they they will track, if you if you say that, they will track down the person that was driving it and they yeah. will issue them a ticket, I heard. So that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've got I've, I've got one there. I got one in Milton too, uh, but I deserve the one in Milton. I was in a hurry, and the light was it was it was almost red uh, before I went through it. But I, when I was in a hurry, I deserved that one. So, but we, yeah, when you get used to it, you tend to approach those lights uh, with more caution and and quickly stop. Yep. At yeah. least I living in Gulf Breeze, I do. Yeah. So, and anybody who's driven in Pensacola who tells you that people don't run red lights, they they're, lie. They're, they're not they paying lie. attention. Well, I, well yeah, it makes I'm it difficult also when you're teaching your children how to drive and you're telling them, you yeah. see yellow, that means you stop. Yeah. But then they're riding with you and they're like, but mom, you floor it when you see <laughs> right. yellow. Right. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Right. right. I say that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen two wrecks, really, really bad wrecks, uh, where people doing that. Yeah. One was on Cervantes at uh, 17th, right there where you turn for the bridge. Mm. Mm. I looked at my rearview mirror, here comes a truck and he's not slowing down at all and yeah. he just runs right through the intersection at the same time yeah, another that's car a bad came across, intersection. So. i live in east hill and yeah. so that's that is a tough yeah, intersection. yeah 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 so well speaking right. of that we'll do a quick trick uh check on traffic while we're here um <laughs> the only thing i'm seeing on the map this morning has been uh, highway 98 eastbound going just before you hit tiger point eastbound on highway 98 at oriole beach road that's in front of pedro's tacos there we had a fender bender there at that intersection uh, and it's slowing things up, going stretching all the way almost back to the Naval Preserve. So that's going to be a little bit of a headache this morning as you're getting to your shopping and onto uh, onto your plans for the day. But otherwise, I-10 and I-110 checking in clear. Highway 90 out of Milton and Pace is looking good. Highway 29 south through Cantonment, no issues reported. Uh, Merry Christmas out there. This is Jake Walker with your traffic. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thank you, Jake. We're here with the wrap with <coughs> Casey Gartman and Jack Williams. I got a text in from Dave Burzan. Everybody knows Dave. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Dave says his headline would be America's Cup comes to Pensacola. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah. That is very exciting for our community. Yeah. So if you've never watched World Cup sailing, you got to pull for America's Cup. You got you to pull for America to win this year. Absolutely. Because if they do, yep. we, we get to host. We get to host. And how that exciting would, be would that awesome. be? That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I was talking to somebody and they said, if we do that, they're going to rent out space on the on the three mile bridge, you know what a great place to set up oh, a lawn wow. chair, and uh, wow. on that walkway yeah. that goes all the way across and watch 
America's Cup racing. It, that it's awesome to watch that sailboat out there, uh, and and the chase boat yeah. trying to keep up with it. Yeah, I was out there in a boat one day, and it, and it came by, and everybody on the boat was like, "Holy cow, was that a was that a UFO?" <laughs> and I'm like, "No, that thing flies, though. I mean, it, it yes. is really it's really crazy easy. how fast they go." Right. Yeah, it is. So. Uh, Tom Pace is working very hard. Yeah. My brother Buck's into it too. Yeah, uh, we've had some watch parties when they were sailing over there in Spain. I guess. Yeah. And uh, so, when's the next one? <clears throat> I don't know. It's yeah, not far not far off though. I don't yeah. think. Okay, we'll but, watch for that. Does pub, can the public come? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch for that. Uh, on a YouTube channel, but uh, yeah. anyhow, it, that I, I'd love to have that problem for Pensacola if we were to host the World Cup. Yeah. yeah, where would we put all those yachts? Well, we would talk about great in. for yeah. our economic development. Oh my gosh! I mean, that yes. infusion of yeah. people into our community would be phenomenal. No question. And and uh, because they're going to put their headquarters here, it's yep. not just a one-time kind of thing. If we do it right, right, they'll be back again and again and again. And now you start to make international connections with Pensacola people who come for that who see what a great place we have, what a wonderful city we have, right. uh, and they want to move here and do business here, too. Mm-hmm. So All right. is right. Yeah, that's right. This is John Hutchinson filling in for Andrew McKay today. It's been a great morning, great show. Uh, I appreciate Jake, and I appreciate Dave, and that uh, we made it through, and that uh, we survived. <laughs> it's a great show, man. And thank you, KC Gartman, and thank you, Jack Williams, Thanks, for being my guest Please. on thank The Thank you. It was fun. And Merry And everybody have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy everybody Hanukkah. be safe. Be <laughs> safe. Happy Holidays. Thank you, Jake. Peace out. Thank you. Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, David, you want to give us a look ahead to our headlines? Absolutely. Well, uh, one of the biggest employers in Santa Rosa County looks like they're going to be getting even bigger. We'll have more after Fox. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.